Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Uh, today, we're going to talk about AI using artificial intelligence in your resume. There is a surprising new study uh, that basically says that people who use AI in their resume, they get more jobs and they get more money. So you don't want to miss this. This is very important conversation if you ever search for a job or you want to figure out how to get that bread. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means that we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means we love ourselves. Black first means that we ain't got to hate nobody to take care of our children and to take care of our community. Black first also means that we are building wealth in our communities and in our families. So if you agree that building wealth is one of the most important things black people need to do in this generation, put a B1 in the chat, put a B1. Also, uh, shout out the city. Let me know which city you're from, and I'll shout out, yeah, shout your city back if I see it on the screen. Uh, what's up, everybody? I hope you guys are doing well. What's up, Secunda and Robert C. Uh, and uh, hello to everybody on Instagram. Instagram, uh, my Instagram is the real Boyce Watkins. And uh, if you go to boycewatkins.com, I got some cool stuff on there. Uh, number one is my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. I encourage you to read the reviews, read the honest reviews on Amazon from people that I do not know. The reviews are almost 100% five star. I think 83% of the reviews are five stars. 17% of the reviews are four stars. And uh, the comments are there, so you can check it out. It is uh, designed as a wealth blueprint, a black wealth blueprint that you can apply to your family. If you apply these 10 rules, these 10 commandments that I put together, uh, then your family will not only build wealth in this generation, but you will sustain and protect your wealth and protect your legacy in ways that you probably never learned in college. College ain't about building wealth. College is about preparing you to get a job. So, uh, so speaking of jobs, though, some of you still have jobs. Some of you are still looking for jobs and there's no job shaming here. I'm not here to tell you that jobs are for suckers, none of that stuff. I think a job can be a beneficial tool to help you overcome the wealth deficiency that your family left you. Just like you have vitamin deficiencies, uh, our community has a wealth deficiency. And some of that wealth deficiency is driven by racism and slavery and all the theft that occurred all through time. But some of that wealth deficiency is due to uh, poor choices and bad culture and uh, non-wealth building culture, like your favorite rapper uh, getting on Instagram and showing you that he spent $10,000 on a Gucci belt and a gold chain. Uh, that All that type of stuff is not beneficial. And so ultimately, this wealth deficiency is, in my view, as your financial doctor, my job as your financial doctor is to help you identify this deficiency as if it's a deficiency in vitamin D or vitamin C. Well, this is vitamin W, vitamin, which is wealth. So the vitamin W deficiency is something that I believe we need to address as a community. So uh, give me a yes in the chat if you agree. Give me a yes in the chat if you're committed to fixing that deficiency. So let me read something to you as you guys hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, I read this article today and it, it's about artificial intelligence. Now, how many of you have been following what's been going on with the conversation about chat, GPT and uh, AI? Uh, anybody else notice how it seems like AI is just kind of all over the place right now? Like literally everybody's talking about AI and it's crazy because everybody wasn't talking about AI like six months ago. Like, like literally, if you go back to the middle of 2022, AI wasn't like on everybody's lips. Now AI is everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. AI is doing everything. AI is literally, um, if you're not changing, if you're not evolving, if you're not paying attention, 
AI is going to just wipe your ass out. I'm telling you, AI is here. Uh, AI is a great tool if you know how to harness it, but AI is a devastating tool if you are thinking in uh, 1999 terms or 2010 terms or 2015 terms. You got to catch up. And I'm really also talking to not just young people. You know, the Internet isn't just a place to use for social uh, engagement and to, you know, get a hookup with some pretty girl or or to see what your favorite rapper is doing. The Internet is a the biggest, best university in the history of this earth. You can learn so much online that will make your life better. You know, if you're having trouble with your relationships, find your relationship therapist online and just look and see what they have to say about your relationship. If you have trouble with your health, look up health experts. If you're having trouble with your mindset, <clears throat> you know, they've got motivational speakers and everything else and, and, and psychology. So so use the Internet to your advantage. I think it's really important. And, and then also people my age, you know, I noticed a lot of other 51 year olds who live with their head in the sand and they say, I got a homeboy. I kid you not. And I promise you, I'm going to get to the story. I just want to kind of you know, content contextualize it for you. I hope you'll allow me to do that. But I got a homeboy who literally uh, refuses to get a cell phone. Like literally back in back in 2000, he said, everybody's getting these cell phones. I'm never going to have a cell phone because cell phones are terrible and that blah, blah, blah. This dude still ain't got a cell phone. And and now in 2000, it was kind of okay because a lot of people didn't have cell phones back then. I talked to him. I went to dinner with him. I said, it's 2023, dude. Everybody has a cell phone. Like you can't hold on to 1998 for the rest of your life. That's not going to work. So so just kind of pay attention to what's happening. Expand your mind. Also, even as you get older, it's better to learn new things constantly because that helps you minimize the chances of, of diseases like Alzheimer's and all that because you're stretching your brain. Your brain's a muscle. You must exercise those muscles inside your head. Give me a yes if you get what I'm saying. Give me a yes if you understand what I'm talking about. All right. So uh, so here we go. So here's what uh, I read today in um, Yahoo, uh, Yahoo Finance. And uh, they were citing the story, and I'm going to read some of this to you, and then I'm going to kind of give you uh, a Dr. Boyce uh, breakdown of this. They said, job seekers have a better chance of landing a job if they run their resumes through an artificial intelligence service first, according to a new study. <clears throat> Candidates who tapped it, this is the MIT working paper, MIT. Massachusetts Institute of Technology. They say candidates who tapped into AI to fix spelling and grammar errors on their resumes had an 8% increase in their probability of getting hired, according to an MIT working paper that fielded the experiment with nearly a half million job seekers. So they got a half a million job seekers to use AI to just kind of go through their resume, to just make sure that uh, that everything was okay, that the grammar was solid, and they had more success. They had an 8, 8% higher probability of getting hired. Um, and MIT is really good. <clears throat> Their management program is, is top notch. Uh, when I was in graduate school, I remember one of my classmates uh, got a job offer from MIT and that was a very big deal. MIT is one of the best on the planet at what they do. So this is uh, this is solid research. Even though it's a working paper, it's not published yet. Uh, it's still an MIT working paper is as good as a published study. So I just say this as, as an academic myself. The workers who had AI also had a 7.8%, they had 7.8% more job offers over the experimental period than those in the control group. Also, their hourly wages were 8.4% higher. So this says that people who use AI on their resume had an 8, 8, a 7.8% 7 chance of, a higher chance of getting a job, and they were making more money. So they got more job offers, they got more money. Quote, this could be employers interpreting better writing as a signal of workers' attention to detail or effort level, said Emma Van Ingwing. Ingwing, I can't pronounce her name. She's 
it's a weird name, uh, who conducted the study along with Zanelle Muniqua and John H. Horton. That's easier. Or better writing could simply make it easier for employers to understand the skills a worker has and their ability to do the job at hand. I think that's really important. I think that makes sense, right? Communication. You know, my wife uh, is a therapist and uh, and her website, by the way, is coachingwithdralisha.com. If you ever want to see, take a look and see what my wife does, uh, I'll put it on the screen. Now, here's the thing. One of the things that my wife works a lot about, a lot, uh, works on a lot that people overlook when it comes to relationships, whether it's between a man and a woman or between um, a, an employer and an employee, is she says people overlook the importance of communication. She teaches a whole class on communication, my wife. She wrote a whole book on communication. But literally, this is probably the class in the book that people are the least interested in. But it's probably the, one of the most important. Because here's the deal. Let me just explain what I'm talking about here. Um if you can't communicate your skill and how your skill will help the employer to uh, get a job done or make more money, then it doesn't matter that you have the skill. If you can't communicate it, then it won't matter. If you are doing work, if you're going to work every day and you're just a quiet type and an introvert and you're working your butt off, but you're not communicating that what you're doing and how you're doing it and, and when you're going to be done and all this other and your progress, then other people might assume you're not working. I had to have a long conversation. A lot of young people struggle with this. I think that honestly, if you're in that Gen Z group, I'm not making fun of you, but you're different. You're not built the way the Gen Xers were built. You're not built the way we were built. You know, we went out and played on, we, we rode our bikes every day. We went and played with our friends. We had to actually leave the house to get physical interaction. We didn't have the privilege of the internet. We couldn't sit there and sit on our computer all day and just talk to people on Twitter and and Instagram. And, and, and see, I probably sound old even saying Twitter and Instagram. I know it's Snapchat and and uh, and TikTok. Right. But still, we didn't have that ability. Right. So what's happened to you that you probably need to fix is you, pro you may have trouble and communicating with other human beings on a human level. Right. So communication is extremely important. It doesn't matter how great you are if you can't communicate. And also in every relationship, this is true. A lot of couples, you have no idea. See, my wife sees couples all the time and they have all these relationship problems constantly. And uh, and one of the things that uh, we notice is that couples, a lot of times couples may even love each other, but they can't communicate that they love each other. Or when they communicate, they do it wrong. And, they, and then next thing you know, the communication becomes an escalation, which becomes a fight. Give me a yes if you've gone through that. Give me a yes if you've ever gone through that, where you love the hell out of somebody. But because there were communication problems, the relationship started to go south. Or maybe, or there was a misunderstanding. Oh, well, the reason I started dating that other guy was because I thought you didn't love me no more. Well, no, girl, I did love you. I just didn't know how to say it, right? This happens all the time, right? So I encourage you, if you really want to know some of the secret sauce to success, learn communication. Learn how to communicate with other people. If you do that, then that's going to make a difference. I, When I was teaching at the University of Kentucky and at Syracuse, I remember telling students when I was actually the first book I ever wrote was called Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About College, How to Make Straight A's in College and Make It Easy. I, that was one. That was my superpower. I, I was the top student on my campus when I was at University of Kentucky. And, and once I figured out the formula, it was very simple. And uh, one of the tips I threw in there is communicate with your instructor because and tell this to your kids if they go to college. I said, I said, communicate with your professor. If you're in his office and you're sitting there talking to him about what you're working on and what you're thinking and what you're doing, he's going to see you and he's going to, it's going to be communicated to him that you're trying and that you're learning that you're, that you're doing your best. And that's going to reflect on how he gives a grade. I say this as a former student and as a former, not former professor, I'm still a professor. My PhD is, is still real. Once, once they give it to you, they can't take it back. So, so, and I've had it for 20 years. So ultimately what I would encourage you to do is just understand in most situations, 
you will be shocked at how much communication can make a difference. So what they're basically saying here is that what AI does, one of the things AI does is AI in your resume or whatever, it could be in your business plan, <laughs> right? Like AI can do a lot of stuff. It ain't just, you know, for those of you that are looking for jobs, it could be those for those of you that have left the plantation and maybe you're creating jobs now, but AI can help you communicate the essential information that people need. If you have a customer, if you communicate with the customer how good your, your product is, they're more likely to buy it. If you communicate with your colleague how, how, good, how good you are at your job, they're going to be more likely to want to work with you. If you communicate to that man, you know what how great you, you you are as a woman then uh then maybe he'll see it a little bit more clearly right so in and, and communication isn't just verbal there's nonverbal communication Mo in fact most communication is nonverbal actually when people communicate when people talk this is why for example with my team sometimes i say look we're not going to do uh phone calls we're going to do zoom meetings and i want everybody's camera on so we can look at each other look at each other's gestures and all that and in fact if i can have person to person meetings i would do that because there's another level of communication that pops up after that and also in the future, here's another prediction I have. Uh, it, when it, Once AI is kind of taking over everything, the next step with AI out there, 5G out there, faster computer processing out there, the next step will be holograms. I predict that within 10 years, you will be able to have a meeting with other people where you will be like Princess Leia in the first Star Wars, where a little hologram of you is going to be there and, and it's going to be doing all this, doing the, the gestures and the hand waves and all that. And that communicates, sometimes that communicates more or as much as uh, the words that come out of your mouth, okay? So so just understand that, learn that, and this is what they're saying AI does. Do me a favor, guys. Please hit the thumbs up button. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. I'm going to communicate something to y'all. <clears throat> um, if you have kids and you want to teach them about wealth, we developed some really great financial flashcards and workbooks for kids. Uh, if you want to take a look, we cover all the grade bands. Uh, feel free to go to financialworkbooks.com. The URL is right there on the screen. And uh, Dr. Royal says, I love you, Dr. Boyce. Well, I love you too. And I appreciate you saying that. Thank you very much. I feel very loved right now. And uh, and the love goes right back at you, girl, right back at you. Can't can say I love you like I love my wife, but I love you. I love you. I love you. All right. So, uh, and I also see Juiced Up Reese in here. And Juiced Up Reese, that's my homegirl. She's, she's just such a great businesswoman, an excellent marketer. You talk about communicating the value of your brand. Juiced Up Reese does it as well as anybody. I love the way uh, she came to the All Black National Convention and she had this gigantic blow up display <laughs> that got everybody's attention. And she had this amazing juice that everybody was drinking. Everybody loved the juice. And she had this great, bright personality and she really communicated. And I'm telling you, little stuff like that will make a big difference. So, so when, <clears throat> as you're trying to make your money, as you're trying to get your bread, as you're trying to succeed, the Juiced Up Reese, she's in the chat on Instagram. She can, she's actually there. Follow her, just follow her. I don't have her website, but just follow her. Like she's right there. You can follow her. Uh, she's she's worth taking a look at. And I and I just and Reese, I love you, girl. I, uh, I respect you immensely. All right. So here's uh, one more thing I want to read. I'm gonna read a little bit more of this article to you guys. It says the findings could help counteract the prevailing AI problem that job seekers regularly face. Employers that use AI tools to pare down online job applicants often ghosting qualified applicants. So, so here's what's interesting. Here's what I'm picking up here. Um, it just my spidey senses are picking this up. So you're kind of having a, an AI world, right? I mean, AI is already being used um, to monitor you. AI is already being used to evaluate you. And so, so really, my thought is, if you're, if you know AI is going to be used to judge you, then maybe you should show up with AI to make sure that you're at your best, right? Like if it's AI against AI, then that 
kind of evens the playing field for you if you're applying for jobs. So so don't overlook what AI can do. So if they said here that if AI can help in that first step and the MIT research seems to show that it can help to some degree, uh, then bravo, uh, said the uh, Ramona Schindelheim, Working Nation Editor-in-Chief. Uh, removing that barrier opens doors to at least be taken seriously. So if AI is evaluating you, AI recognizes AI, just like game recognizes game. Your AI, their AI will recognize your AI, and then they'll kind of. It's almost like if you if you're going to go to court against a, a lawyer, then you better show up with your own lawyer. If you show up with no lawyer and they have a lawyer, then it may not work for you. It may not work for you. Uh, let me see here. Um, Elha says, is there any discount on the bundle for package for flashcards? Um, you know, I think they have a discount embedded. I'm not sure, but you can go to financialflashcards.com uh, to take a look at our financial flashcards for kids and see if there's a discount. I think that there should be. Uh, if not, I, in fact, I'll tell my team to say uh, that if you use the code word Dr. Boyce, you can get a discount on that. So let me, um, I'm going to send that message uh, right now. So just use the code word Dr. Boyce and you can use that in the Black Business School and that'll give you a discount. Uh, all right. So here's what else it says. It says a premium on employees who can communicate well. Remember we talked about communication. The new research makes the case that AI can be your friend when it comes to polishing up your resume. It bears repeating because it happens all the time. Your resume must be error free. Whether it's written by a job seeker or written with the help of an AI program, it comes down to this. Employers put a premium on employees who communicate well and can show attention to detail. Mistakes in grammar, capitalization or spelling or misuse of like sounding words there or there or there. T-H-E-R, T-H-I-R, T-H-E-I-R, T-H-E-Y-R-E, sends a signal to the hiring manager. That's 100% true. For the MIT study, the resume help was provided by a company the researchers called the Algorithmic Writing Company, which offers suggestions on how to improve writing, not simply spelling corrections. <clears throat> so maybe AI can be a replacement for some of these um, individuals that may, not a replacement, but a replacement or a supplement to those individuals that might look over your resume and charge you a fee for that. Not to say that those individuals aren't valuable. Um, I would just say that, um, that, you know, that, that technology kind of replaces a lot of this stuff. And so, um, um, so, so let me actually, speaking of your discount, let me see. Uh, I'm going to say, ask Amkar to create a discount code. Dr. It's going to be Dr. Boyce, all one word for the Shopify store, um, give 15% off. Okay, all right, so that's done, all right. Okay, so so ultimately this communication piece is very important. Um, I would encourage you to, uh, to, to really sort of think about where technology can fit into what you're doing. Uh, if I, when I look at things that we should be teaching our kids in terms of how to be successful, how to be wealthy and everything else, what I've learned is that the among the steps to wealth, I've talked to you guys about the four steps to wealth, which is to understand economics. And you should preferably try how to have your kids understand it at an early age. Number two um, is uh, to make a plan to obtain the wealth. Once you know where the money's at, you make a plan to get it. Number three is you got to work your plan. Wealth is an accumulation process that typically requires this really important ingredient called time. It's hard to uh, to get this done without time. Uh, you, you think you can get it done without time, but that's fast money. Fast money ain't usually good money. Uh, so time, that's the magic ingredient. Uh, in fact, this is mathematically true. I, I, we, 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 you know, finance nerds in our doctoral programs, we're, for, we, we're required to know formulas for wealth building. And the biggest ingredient in that formula is time because wealth grows the way a tree grows. You can't grow a tree without time. Time is actually money, Vegabond King. You're 100% correct. Uh, and, and so the, the fourth ingredient is to protect that wealth. 
once you obtain the wealth, you got to protect it. A lot of athletes and entertainers that you see go broke, it's because they did not protect their wealth. Now, um, one other thing I would mention to you as well is when you talk about um, kids and and how to, how to sort of prepare your kids mentally uh, to be wealthy, I use a model. We develop all these independent models in the Black Business School specifically for Black people. Uh, one of them is uh, the acronym STURDY. And uh, the word STURDY stands for, it's spelled S-T-E-R-D-Y. S-T-E-R-D-Y. The Y means absolutely nothing. I just put the Y on the end to make the word sound cool. But um, ultimately, the S stands for systems. Kids that learn how to make money through systems do better than people that learn how to make money through labor. Do you understand? It's like it's the same reason that black people can't defeat white supremacy. The reason you can't defeat white supremacy as an individual is because white supremacy is not about a person. It's not about the lady who called you the N-word at Walmart. It's not about the man who refused to give you ice cream because your baby was too dark. It, racism is, is not about individuals. Racism is about systems. So the reason we have a hard time defeating white supremacy, give me a guess if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, is the reason you have a hard time beating white supremacy is because white supremacy is a system. It's like if I decide I want to go and defeat the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl and I have the best one football player and he's the best player on earth, I'm still going to lose. Why? Because the Kansas City Chiefs is a system. The, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are a system, right? You can't beat a system with an individual. So black leadership, ultimately, because it's not systematic leadership, uh, you don't typically win because you get one super Negro. You get a you get one Al Sharpton or one Jesse or one whatever and one Dr. King. And you try to take on an, an entire system and it never works. So systems are really important. Kids that know systems are able to make money because systems can make money when you sleep. Uh, it will labor only makes money when you're awake and labor will eventually stop making money when you get tired. Give me a guess if you understand what I'm saying. Give me a guess if you hear me. All right. So um, I don't want to preach too much, but I have to sometimes I got to I got to go into a little bit of preacher mode, preacher teacher mode. Uh, the second, the T stands for uh, technology. This is where uh, AI might come into play. Right. So uh, technology, uh, if you look at Elon Musk, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are multi-billionaires who pretty much mastered technology uh, at, a, at an epic scale. So some of you got kids that are um, brilliant. Some of you got kids that are going to be engineers. Uh, you know what? If they're going to be great engineers, they shouldn't be looking for jobs. They should be looking to utilize that technology in an entrepreneurial capacity to allow them to build wealth. People that understand systems and technology, again, they not, not only can they make money in their sleep, but then the technology takes over and the AI is making money for you when you're not doing anything. AI is going to be huge. It's going to be really huge for your kids. you got to prepare your kids for the future. Give me a guess if you follow what I'm saying. Everybody type the word technology in the chat. Have the word technology in the chat. And if you could, please do me a quick favor and um, and uh, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe, all that stuff. And uh, and actually, I did a presentation that you guys really liked. Uh, if you didn't see it, you can feel free to go to my website, voicewalkins.com. Or if you're on Instagram, hit the link in the bio. It's called How to Make Money Without Working. So uh, if that's of interest to you and you'd like to take a look at this presentation, um, I encourage you to watch it all the way through. I, it, a lot of people love it. And so it's, it's for free. It's right there on my website, voicewalkins.com. Or if you're on Instagram, you can hit the link in the bio. <clears throat> also on voicewalkins.com. I'll keep you guys updated on when I do a tour for my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. I'm going to do a tour for about six cities. And uh, when I get there, I'm not just going to sign books and meet you and everything, but also we'll do a deep dive on the book. I want to make sure that I train you and coach you on exactly how to implement this into your family, into your economic group, uh, so that you can actually achieve the goals that we set for you or that you set for yourself, actually. And then I help you with those goals. All right. Uh, next. Uh, after uh, So you got systems technology. The third part of building sturdy children is um, the E. That's entrepreneurship. 
I tell you, and I've said it a million times, I gotta, I'm got i going to say it 10 billion more times if I can. I'm going to say it until the day I die. The last words, some of the last words, uh, it, it, right before when I'm on my hospital bed in a hospice at the age of 98 or whatever, and I'm like coughing out my last words, they're going to say, what was that, Dr. Walker? Was that? I'm going to say, <coughs> entrepreneurship. Every black child needs to be an, <coughs> an entrepreneur. <clears throat> Let me just tell you this. Black people, again, with your wealth deficiency, we talked about that in the beginning. You have a deficiency of wealth. That's your vitamin deficiency, vitamin W for wealth. Your other deficiency is you don't have enough institutions and you don't have enough businesses. You need an army of entrepreneurs that are going to go out here and learn systems, develop systems uh, through, you know, through delegation and things like that. Use technology and use it in an entrepreneurial capacity. I am not on any level interested in raising another 10 million kids that are just going to go and beg white people for jobs. No, if you're white and you're listening, no disrespect to you, but you know you know damn well that, I, that I'm right. You, you're giving too much away to too many people. I think that that is wrong. I think that is wrong. Uh, and, and by the way, Ilhaj, it is Dr. Boyce, all one word. So if you go to if you go go to go to um, if you go to go to the, go to the store, if you go to financialflashcards.com. And you put in the cold word Dr. Boyce, that should give you a 15% discount. Give it, give it, give it some time because I'm, I'm having the uh, Micah, our marketing director. Uh, she is sending, she's sending it, she's sending it over to uh to the to the team now. So it should be there by the end of the day for sure. So uh you have to have entrepreneurs. We should be the greatest entrepreneurs on the planet. We should produce as many entrepreneurs as we produce basketball and football players. We need to have more kids that know how to start businesses than there are that know how to twerk. I'm telling you, there should be nothing on this earth that we are better at than building businesses. When I had the students in the Black Business School, where we've independently taught about 10 million of our people how to invest for the first time, all that stuff. We're trying to really change the world here. And I think we're getting it done. Uh, one of the things that we I have them read is this book called How An Empire of Their Own, How the Jews Invented Hollywood. And you don't understand, all of the major studios damn near in Hollywood came out of the Jewish community, every one of them. And they, and they were started by poor Eastern European Jews who had every sob story you can imagine, every hood story you can imagine. Mama died at five, daddy died at 10, had didn't have a nickel in their pocket. And these were the people that created things like Warner Brothers Studios, uh, Paramount Pictures, uh, MGM. They did this because they had a vision. And remember, the Green Bay Packers were purchased for $50. Now they're worth $5 billion. Chicago Bears were purchased by the, the Hallis family for $100. Now they're worth 5 or $6 billion. So the point of the matter is, um, and the book is called uh, An Empire of Their Own, How the Jews Invented Hollywood. And I'm sorry, Kanye. I know I, I had a lot of talks with Kanye and stuff like that. I know Kanye has this whole issue with Jewish people. But I say, don't play a hate, imitate. I say, don't play a hate. <laughs> educate, right? Don't I don't I'm not hating on no Jewish people for building empires for their children. I'm not mad at Jewish people for building their wealth and protecting their assets. I'm not mad at Jewish people for uh training their kids early on economics. I want to learn from that. And I want you to learn from every single uh from every single culture. You know, I don't think sitting around being mad about it is going to benefit you. Since when did, did haters ever really get ahead? You don't get ahead by being a hater. It it, it doesn't work. Uh the last part um um, let me get back to this. Let me get back to this. Um, oh, uh, the R. So the in the word sturdy, S T E D R S T E R D Y. Uh, the F stands for systems. T stands for technology. E stands for entrepreneurship. R. Gosh, I'm trying to remember what the R stands for. Uh, let me go to the D because I don't remember the R. The D stands for delegation. Uh, a person that knows how to delegate properly 
is going to be more productive than a person who cannot delegate. Okay. So a person who knows how to delegate properly is always going to be better off than a person who doesn't know how to delegate. So delegation is the one of the secret ingredients to building an institution, but delegation also requires the ability to hit the R. That's right. The R stands for relationships, relationships, because when we study the black community and we study what's going on with black wealth and why black wealth is disappearing, a large part of uh, the black wealth disappearance is due to trauma. Well, one thing that trauma does is trauma harms your relationships. It makes it hard for you to get along with your cousin. You you fighting with your husband or your wife or whatever because you're easily triggered because of trauma. So ultimately teaching your kids about relationship management is really important because they might have a homeboy. Think about how many times you've seen something where two black men or three black women or whatever got together and created something amazing that was making millions of dollars. And then egos start kicking in. Right. Egos and insecurities and weirdness starts kicking in because you're talking about traumatized people. It's very hard for traumatized people to stick together as a group, because what happens is you end up having fighting and, and relationships breaking down. If you want to see this in real life in terms of billions of dollars in wealth thrown out the window due to trauma and the inability to manage relationships, go watch a few episodes of Behind the Music. Has anybody ever watched? Give me a yes if you don't talk about it. Has anybody ever watched some of these behind the music episodes where you're like, man, that was a great group. They were really killing it. And then one person got hooked on drugs. Another person started fighting with somebody else. Egos got in the way. Next thing you know, the group has disappeared. Uh, Juicy J, whatever his name is, from 3-6 Mafia. Remember, the, one of the rappers from 3-6 Mafia just died. I don't remember her name, but uh, RIP to his sister. She just died. And one of the things that Juicy J said was, that what destroyed our group. Remember, they could have made, they could still be getting money. They could still be making, if they took that 3-6 Mafia brand and, and really monetized it, that brand could be making 50 million a year, maybe, or, or 20, 25, 30 million. No, I, I could take the 3-6 Mafia brand. I kid you not. If 3-6 Mafia was still a group, Gangsta Boo, that's what, that's what her name was. If I had the 3-6 Mafia brand, if they called me up and said, hey, Dr. Boyce, we got this brand and millions of people know who we are. We want to figure out ways to monetize it. I bet you I could make at least 25 million a year from that brand. I, I in fact I would I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it was 50 million a year. You got other the DeBarge family. I, I you can keep going. You can keep going. You can go so so relationship management is important because why? Well, because when you and your homeboy are out here making your millions, you don't want it to all fall apart over some bull. I'm not going to cuss, but y'all know what I'm about to say. You don't want that whole billion dollar opportunity to fall apart over some BS, over some egos or over a misunderstanding because you didn't communicate or or pride or or people fighting or somebody got triggered or somebody got shot. Somebody decided they want to go get hooked on dope. The temptations, I mean, there's a long list, right? So if you want to see a good example of, of what I really respect in terms of relationship management that actually preserve money, look at New Edition. Anybody knows how New Edition and, I, and New Edition, the tall one from New Edition, Ronnie, he's actually in the black business school. He comes to stock market class every Tuesday. I'm very proud of him. I, lo I love this brother. Look at New Edition. These dudes are 50 years old, still singing Candy Girl and getting paid off a of Candy Girl, off a song they made in 1982. And here's the thing. This is this. It ain't over yet. The Rolling Stones went another 30 years past where New Edition is right now. The Rolling Stones are still singing songs they made in the 60s. This is what it looks like to get money because you can put your ego to the side and handle relationships. So teach your kids about that. Don't raise 
little egomaniacs who always have to control everything and always have to be, the, I got to always be the boss and I'm the diva and I'm this. We we glorify diva culture. We glorify arrogance and, and, and culture. We, we look up to that nonsense. You look at somebody who says, I'm the greatest, I'm the most important, I'm better than you, and you like that. And, and I think that's a reflection of low self-esteem. I really do. I think that because our self-esteem is low, we look up to that guy who says, I'm better than everybody. That's nonsense, man. Sit your ass down. You don't even know what it means to be a leader. A leader is somebody who makes other people better. You're, you're not a leader. You're trying to be a boss. And a boss is an asshole. A boss is somebody who says, I'm I'm great because I'm better than you. A boss is somebody who, who builds themselves up on the backs of other people. I get taller because I made you shorter. That, that ain't no leader. A leader is somebody who can take a group of people, help them see their own greatness, and elevate them to the next level. So if you want to know one of the things that I really would love to do is I'd love to be a financial leader for your family. I want to help you find the part of you that is great. I want you to find the part of you that has potential, the part of you that's extraordinary. I want you to throw the nonsense out the window, and I want you to find your best self, and I want to see you elevate. That, to me, is leadership. I can still be great and do that. I can still have, I can still feel good about boys. I can still say, yeah, boys is a bad mother ucker. But guess what? I'm surrounded by bad mother uckers. I'm surrounded by intelligent black people who are getting it done. I'm surrounded by millionaires who, who started with nothing. I'm surrounded by people who started from the bottom. Now we're here. We're all here together. You understand? That's the difference between a leader and a boss. Okay, so I want your kids to be leaders. So sturdy. Sturdy is the model that we use in the Black Business School. I put this together just for you guys, so you won't find it in any textbook anywhere. It's, it, but this, this is, these are keys to wealth for children. At the S is S-T-E-R-D-Y. So it's not spelled with a U, it's spelled with an E. S stands for systems. T stands for technology. E stands for entrepreneurship. R stands for relationships. D stands for delegation. If your kids are able to do those things. Systems, technology, if they understand systems, technology, uh, entrepreneurship, relationships, and delegation, they have a very good chance of being a millionaire. So then what you do is you also give them a head start by going, you can go to my website, voicewalkings.com, or hit the link in the bio if you're on Instagram. There's a free ebook. It's, it's available for free. If you want a hard copy, you can get it on Amazon, but you can have it for free if you, if you, if you want the e-copy. It's called the $5 Day Investing Plan. And I cannot emphasize or overemphasize the importance of doing that now. If you start buying stock for your kids, just $5 a day, then by the time they're 25 or 30, they're going to have hundreds of thousands of dollars to work with. So not only have you trained them to run fast and you've trained them, you've done three things. You've trained them to run fast. You've trained them to run in the right direction. And you've given them a one mile head start. Who the hell you think is going to win that race? Who, who's going to win the race? If, if there's a kid who literally is the fastest kid on the, on the track team, he's got he knows exactly which direction to run. Everybody else is running in circles or running backwards. He and everybody else is slow. So a slow person running backwards will never win the race. And they're given a head start. So stop believing that privilege is only something available to white people. That is not true. You can give your kids privilege by preparing. All you do is prepare. All you got to do is invest. Anything you, anything you invest in will pay off. Anything you don't invest in will deplete and it will die. So the question you must ask yourself is, am I investing in myself and in my kids and in my family, or am I letting that thing deplete and die? 
Now, what does the I, the I, or sorry, what does the Y stand for? The Y don't stand for nothing. The Y is something I had to throw on there just to make the word sound memorable. So, but it is 30 and that's a model I put together and I believe in it intensely. And I, I guarantee you do that with your kids. Your kids going to fly like eagles, but it, it might take about 25 years, about 25, 30 years from now, you're going to notice the difference. So about the year, I want you to check back on this in the year 2053. And I want you to watch what your kids are doing in 2053 as a result of the things that you're doing in 2023. That's where wealth comes from. That's how rich people get rich. Got it? Give me a yes if that makes sense. Give me a yes if you heard what I was saying. Thank you all for letting me get that out. I'm glad. I was, I was happy to share it. And I appreciate you all listening to that. All right. So uh, last but not least, let me get on out of here. If you could, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Uh, share, subscribe. Uh, how do you buy? How do I buy stocks from you? Uh, you don't have to buy stocks from me. You can buy them on your app. Uh, go to boyswalkins.com. I, I had that lecture, uh, how to make money without working. Uh, all of, a lot of you loved it. So if you'd like to take a look at that and even share it with your family, just go to boyswalkins.com. The link is right there at the top of my website, as well as the financial flashcards for kids and all the other stuff we have going on. So take care, guys. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm going to take a nap with my wife. Talk to you later. Peace. 